0: walkabout is a series of one-hour podcasts from the chop suey roaming radio collection produced with the assistance of the community broadcast foundation and recorded throughout a series of workshops taking place across australia over the next year as we venture into remote communities often traveling dusty red roads with matching sunsets we arrive to set the scene in many areas that remain vastly unknown to the majority of australian residents the podcast begins by introducing you to the crew from Desert Pea Media. It's a registered charitable organisation that's been working with Indigenous young people in regional and remote areas of Australia since 2002, using contemporary storytelling techniques and audiovisual media to foster important social and cultural dialogue. Australia's original nations people suffer huge disadvantages, both culturally and socially. Many original nations people continue to feel the effects of generational trauma on a daily basis. Critical rates of youth suicide, the highest in the world, low life expectancy, unemployment, cycles of incarceration, isolation, and substance abuse. Desert P Media is a response to this. By recording and collecting audio during the making of a hip-hop track and accompanying music video created with the assistance of Desert P Media, by groups of First Nation youth, we have the opportunity to share the stories that build the lyrical content behind the tracks for the first time. Throughout these podcasts, you'll gain insight into the untapped world of a culturally creative art form that until now you may have discarded under the broader banner of mainstream hip hop. In these projects, hip hop is used as a medium to express, to address, to unlock the issues and realities of First Nations children across Australia. It's a personal invitation to meet them and hear their stories through the language of hip-hop. We'll journey together with elders, young people, community leaders and local service providers throughout the week-long workshops and hear the stories that shape the music. Allow the voices of the participants to carry you through an audio adventure, awakening a new sense of understanding and respect for community-based hip-hop. By listening, you're directly taking responsibility for and working to build an inclusive Australian culture that we can all be proud of. So, are you ready to go walkabout? Let's explore together the making of River to the Sea by the 380 crew from McLean High School and the fine folk at Desert Pea Media.
1: Yeah, my name is Toby Finlayson and I'm the Founder and Creative Director and CEO of Desert P Media. It'll be um, 18 years ago in January um, that we first started the organisation. I guess I wanted to create a platform for my peers and family and friends to um, engage in Indigenous communities. I, I made some really incredible friendships with Aboriginal people that continue today. And I guess all the way back then I was like 19 years old and all I really wanted to do is see more connections, more people connecting with country and connecting with community because I've found so much value and so much joy and satisfaction from working on country and connecting with original nations people in this country. And it's a really beautiful thing and I just wanted more of that. The first project was my third year major work at university and we worked in a small community called Bogabilla, which is in north west New South Wales and that was when I first met Matt Priestley who is my uncle and my mentor and people talk about cultural governance, you know they talk about in cultural leadership you need to have cultural governance so he's my uncle, he, he watches me, he slaps me on the wrist when I do wrong, you like, he trusts me, he's my brother and my uncle and he holds that space for me, which is a very powerful place. I think it's happened a lot with people that we've worked with in the past, non-indigenous people that have worked with DPM. You only really understand this whole thing when you meet somebody whose bloodline and songline comes from this country and you love them, and they love you. Like it only really makes sense when that happens and that was when that that happened for me. It's about friendship, it's about connection, it's about family, this whole thing's about connection. That's what we're all looking for. And yeah, we were lucky enough to connect. And he he was the director of the project. He was an established indigenous artist, filmmaker, director, dancer, musician, everything you can think of as a principal artist for big art for 10-15 years. And we met and did our first project together in Bogabil. It was like a devising celebration theatre performance sculptures and fire stuff. And it was the first time I'd really introduced myself to hip hop because the kids wanted to do that, you know? The kids wanted to speak in that language. So I started thinking about it more and I developed a passion for it. Everything started from there, not only DPM, but the creative language that I'm passionate about. And the, yeah, it was a seminal moment in my life.
2: So my name is Josh Nicholas, I'm a music producer for Desert P. I've been working with them for the last six years. It's been great. Yeah, so I, I write like a, a whole bunch of different kind of styles. Like we make reggae, we, we make a bit of boom bap, also make a bit of trap. It is hip-hop, but my style of hip-hop is sort of a whole mix of a lot of genres. And this track for Yamba and McLean was really electronic and driven by bass and actually was a lot different to any other track that we've ever done. And I was really excited because I always play the kids four songs and they always get to pick which one they want. And this was a song that, you know, we would never usually pick as a team. So the crew picked it and yeah, I was really happy with, with their choice because it made our sound evolve to this beautiful, emotive, minimal hip-hop track, which I'm very proud of. My name's
3: Daniel Peace. Producer and DJ, based out of Sydney, and yeah, I've been working with Desert P for the last month. I got put onto this position because the company's expanding like a lot. Like Desert P is getting bigger and bigger each year, and Toby and Josh working so closely over the last couple of years has a major, major part to play in that sort of rapid expansion. I feel like both of them have their finger on the pulse with whatever is really contemporary and what's really like the kids are really like listening to or like what they're getting right into in terms of like you know music and all that sort of yarn
2: daniel peace has only been with us for two weeks you know solidly but he's been there from day dot he's, he's been there when i've brought the songs home you know, he's, he's always been around it, he's always been acknowledging it, like he, it was just the time for him to step up and actually be a part of it. But he's been a part of it from the start of Desert P's Rise, you know, he's, he's been there, he's, he's been the person, so it's a very nice moment to see him be a part of it now because he takes it very, very seriously and it's something you just got to see, you know, it's beautiful.
3: Definitely a bit of a pleasant surprise later on in life, that's for sure. Like, I've always been a fan of hip-hop. My brother, being a massive, like, music head as he was and still is, like, he put me onto a lot, a lot of different, like, early hip-hop acts, like, I was listening to Biggie and stuff when I was, like, a little kid. My background in terms of, like, DJing and producing is European-style, like, house and, like, techno and, like, I'd definitely say, like, getting into hip-hop and producing hip-hop beats with Hazy and just by myself as well, like. Working with Desert Pages it's, it's definitely a surprise later on, yeah.
4: My name is Kelsey Joseph barker and my role that I've played is production coordinator for Desert P Media, as well as helping to facilitate and mentor the young girls at McLean High School. There's a lot that goes into behind the scenes of everything, I realised. So, their responsibilities include just doing administration as well as keeping things organised, making sure everyone else in the team is on track doing things. One of my really important roles was to make sure I was engaging with the young girls and that was the highlight of everything. The girls, especially, they impacted me on a very personal level. Really have no words to describe it. It was just a real sisterhood and just like a lot of respect. And it's just crazy how you can meet people, and after like a day, they feel like connected to you and you connect to them, and you just gain these incredible friendships with them and it's just like you've known them your whole life and I think that's really special and I think that's why this project has been very personal and very special to me.
5: Hey, how you doing? My name is Janali Doncaster. We're standing on Yegul Land and Yegul Country. Today, we've been working with a mad organisation by the name of DPM Desert P Media and we've been shooting on location, live and direct from Yegul Country. Uh, we've been shooting a music video throughout a series of the week. You know, first day was getting to know the story and just sort of recognising the land and uh, letting the spirit welcome us in.
2: Every week kind of starts the same. We meet the elders, we meet the kids. Um, we sit down together, we have a big yarn, we have a feed. We meet like very strong people in the community. We meet strong people that are involved with the kids' lives no matter if they're foster parents or if they're the bus driver or if they're the cook or if they're the teacher. Like we all just get together and we play a couple tracks sit down together. We have a big yarn, massive yarn about the process of Desert P and then a massive yarn about the process of where, where we are in their community. So that's that's kind of like day one. Um, if there's like a big topic, if it's around mental health or if it's around suicide because you know indigenous people have the highest suicide rate in the world, then we, we touch a little bit on that and then we touch a bit on like you know, looking after yourself, all that sort of stuff. Come to a Desert Pea workshop project if you have any doubts and you'll see the process, like it's a very in-depth, great yarn. You know, you get 20 to 30 people, all from the same tribe in one room, or from other tribes, other mob, and we all just have yarn.
6: So I'm Jada Schoen and I'm 16 years old. I'm Jada Boney and I'm 16 years old. I'm Brianna Roberts and I'm 16 years old.
0: What's it like working with Desert P Media?
6: It's really good because everyone just connects and you hear old stories from the elders and you really get to know, like, your culture and it's really good, I love it. Yeah, it's great. I like working with others. It's pretty amazing because the more
7: I learn about my culture, the more I would want to write songs and all types of things to do with my culture. Yeah.
6: We just listened to old stories with the elders and we wrote down some words and quotes to get the lyrics going. So just starting everything up. Like some of the stories I've never actually heard before and it was
7: pretty sad when the elders started crying because it made me feel really upset. What were they
0: crying about?
7: Um, How they had to cut their children's ears off to get a dollar and like a dollar back then was like a lot of money for them. It's just really emotional. They were put on Alagundi Island and they weren't allowed to come over here after dark. So if they were over here after dark, they would... Be put in prison and there was a certain line they weren't allowed to cross so like basically aborigines were put on half of the town side and yeah they weren't allowed in cinemas in shops in the hospital and they were just really
0: isolated on that island it's yeah. just terrible <laughs> and today you were going through the process of actually writing lyrics did you have something in you that you thought you were going to come with today or does desert p media and toby and that whole crew just kind of end up bringing it right out of you.
6: Yeah, they definitely do. They bring stuff out of you, like, yeah. <laughs>
0: just, and they're kind of funny too, aren't they? Yeah, they, they are. <laughs> they're
6: good. They're good. They really get you, like, the shyness out. Like, no shame.
0: <laughs> so How do you feel, like, as a young girl sitting in there being asked these questions and, and asked to participate when, you know, sometimes it just maybe doesn't feel quite right?
7: Well, when I walked in this morning, I felt a little bit pressured. But, yeah, now it's good. I feel good about it and stuff. I feel really, like, proud because... It's a good thing to do, and I love when they come here because, you know, it's better than doing schoolwork. But, I don't know, it just helps, I guess, everyone to get to know their culture a lot more. Singing about my culture, that's what I look forward to doing. Throwing message out there about how my people were treated back in the day and everything. I've enjoyed learning and writing about, like, my culture. I've enjoyed, you know, writing songs with Desi Media,
6: and I'm really excited to see how all this video would come together in the end. Just getting the video out there so everyone sees and hears about our culture and that and it's like a fun way to get it out there, like a music video, it's like this is what kids are into so it's a good way to get it out. Hi my name's Marlene and I am 15. Hi my name's Georgie and I'm 16.
8: Hi my name's Kai and I'm 13.
0: How do you guys feel about getting to hang out with Desert P Media?
6: It's pretty good actually, like it's getting out of school so (laughs) yeah and doing something fun. It's awesome, I don't have to do any thinking of school <laughs> It's deadly
8: because I don't have teachers hassling me every day of my life now.
0: Do you think this might be something that you'd like to do every day of your life? Imagine just coming to a school where you just got to make music about really important stuff.
8: It would be the most deadly thing because you're expressing yourself by music and creativity and you're putting, you know, whether it be stress or anger, you're putting it into something that doesn't involve fighting or drugs and alcohol and you're putting it into something creative and you're bringing it out to the world and introducing this beautiful masterpiece that you've created and you're putting
6: it out there, so I think it's really good. There definitely were stories that I hadn't heard. I'm not originally from here, so stories were kind of new to me.
0: Anything that really stood out for you?
6: Just how they all fought for land and trying to keep everything, like all the rights.
8: The elders that were telling the stories were actually my pop's older sisters. Yeah, I mean, I've heard the stories heaps of times, but they always get me because You know, just what my aunts and my uncles and everyone fought for. They fought so hard to get the lands and the water and everything back into their power. And even today they're still fighting to build things for the children to make everything better. You know, I'm just so proud of them. Even though they're old and they should be proud of us, you know, I'm proud of them because they work so hard. And they're still going, even at this old age, when they should be retiring.
6: Do you remember any stories from yesterday? Just the fact that they fought for what they believed in.
0: and Does it inspire you, like, in your life, if there's something that you feel like you want to do? You know, it's not just, oh, I want a new dress or a new pair of shoes. <laughs> do you think it gives you something extra within you to be able to fight for what you want?
6: Yeah, it really does. It moves you to fight for what you want and what you believe in.
0: And what about today? Is it exciting? How does it make you feel?
8: One part makes me feel shame. <laughs> because I'm not a natural singer. I mean, I can sing real deadly, I reckon I can, but singing in front of people is just not my thing. But then on another part, it makes me feel very proud because I can take this home and I can show my grandparents and said, look what I did. I sung this beautiful song for all of you elders here today and I'm very proud of that I could do that for you.
6: It's kind of nerve-wracking but inspiring at the same time. You get to do it for the elders who once did it for us. It's a bit shameful, but in the end, you know, you're producing something that the elders are going to be proud about. I think filming is the really exciting part. Just everything about it. I just can't wait until it finally comes out.
0: What do you think about Desert P Media?
8: I think they're real deadly mad people. They're lovely people. They're so kind and nice to you, and they love to have a joke around and everything, and they're just lovely
6: people all around. They're very lovely, and they make you, like, feel good about yourself. They're like family, they act like family, and there's never a dull moment. There's never a dull
0: moment. Well, let's go pick in there and see what's going on. Where did you grow up and what opportunities were available to you compared to what's available to these girls that you're mentoring now?
4: Living out in Lightning Ridge in far northwest New South Wales when I was younger, I feel really blessed living my childhood there. I got to learn my language from a very young age um the Yuala Rai language, Gamillari language. There wasn't really a lot of opportunities out there. And then I moved over to Tamworth and that's where I like began to sing and sang. That's where I began to sing. <laughs> when I began to sing <laughs> I sang my song and well, you know. <laughs> uh, my sister she she went to boarding school over there and we decided to move to Tamworth as well because there were more opportunities than there were in Lightning Ridge. So when I moved to Tamworth, I got offered to sing on a uh, Aboriginal language CD, which was called UGO that was going to be used for a resource within our tribe. And ever since I did that, I always sang, and that was where the opportunity started. Yeah, I really uh, acknowledge my mum and my dad for that, because they really inspired and pushed me to do it. I guess, yeah, having that strength from their great grandparents to my grandparents, yeah, really sparked that. So I've always been a really big believer in every opportunity that comes your way, you just gotta take it. Like it's just been like embedded in me from my parents. And so having that I feel that when I see young people because I know what it's like being a young person and growing up and feeling like not necessarily not belong or I guess yeah it is really like not feeling like you belong but you just yeah you're just trying to find your way I guess and where you fit and like I understand that so I guess that's why I relate to these kids and why I want to get the best out of them because I know that if I had someone like that coming into my school doing what I was doing, I would just be taking it on as much as I could. So that's why I'm so passionate about it. And I feel like, yeah, that's a really big part of my purpose and why I'm here doing what I'm doing.
2: So I think there's Peace Sound's always evolving. You know, every community is different. Some communities like reggae, some communities like hip-hop, some communities like Chris Brown, some communities like, you know, old school sort of music and constantly we're pushing the boundaries to finding out what the young people want and what they actually want to be proud of. So the sound is constantly changing and they literally have complete control over all the Desert songs. I come into the classroom with the music and they pick it. So it's, it's really their song, which I'm very
5: proud of and happy to do.
9: Blush.
5: I'm a Yagel man and warrior myself, and growing up in Byron Bay and around the Shire, uh, I'd lost a lot of connection back to this country, but uh, I worked on a project on this country from McLean High School about six months ago and um, made that first connection again, spending a lot of time down here when I was a younger kid, but during my teen years, I lost a lot of connection to the land here, so it's been really good working with the kids and really good process to getting to know my, my lineage and my roots, and yeah, it's been awesome. I'm a part of a hip-hop crew, which go by the name Indigenoise, having released our first album on November the 2nd, Old Ways, New Age, if anyone's keen and interested to check out some real music from real people, and apart from that, we've just got back from America, a tour over there, got the pleasure to play at Burning Man, I think there's about five or six shows over in Burning Man, which was a really, really big game changer for me, and just the acknowledgement of wow this is actually happening and evolving and revolving circles of moments and memories to be made and it's just been an amazing process the past couple years for me coming from a little grommy and not having many role models to look up to myself and finding culture as itself role model having that outlet to um, express trapped and enclosed energies that can create stagnant growth within your body and your lifestyle and it can actually travel down through your bloodline. I'm here making a stand and standing up for my people and standing up and taking ownership of my responsibility and how my actions will affect others. So yeah, it's it's amazing to be a role model to um, all these young kids and they're all family and all mob. And yeah, it's an amazing process. It's been been beautiful. All right, so boys, this next verse, we're gonna be yarning about trauma, bloodline trauma. It's been proven it can travel through blood cells, from our old people that went through a lot of stuff to get where we are now. So we we all carry this trauma and whether you feel or not, different people experience it in different ways throughout their life and it does affect us all as indigenous and Aboriginal. The land here and what our people went through, it's pretty full on, but whether we like it or not, we've we've got to deal with this trauma one way or not. We can't let this trauma be suppressed, it's gotta be talked about. this is what we're gonna be talking about in this next four bars. So I've kicked off the first bar, so we can jump through it easier. So you guys got something to bounce off. So You wanna put that beat on? Sit around by the campfire. Right. So that's the first bar. Right. Wait, boys, come, come in more. Yeah, circle. circle. Down. Did you
2: guys yeah. Like, you guys we sit around we by, sit by the campfire.
5: By the campfire,
1: the alive. Yeah. We developed this formula so that I could run it myself basically, like I spent almost ten years doing these projects on my own. It's only in the last twelve months or two years that things have changed a lot for DPM, like we've built an incredible brand where sought after where government is falling over themselves to find space to hire us to work in communities a lot has changed in the last 12 months for me personally as well just in my journey in my life the formula works the formula is really cool it's built on protocol and it's built on respect and it's built on great production and great storytelling and it's important nothing's ever stagnant it's leaned on heavily on me, and my, my time at the helm in creatively is coming to an end in some ways, which is really a beautiful process for me, letting go of that and um, encouraging. and It's incredible. As soon as space opens, people arrive. I believe really strongly in, in the presence of old people, ancestors in this country, and, and they just seem to show up right at the right time. And just as I I get a little battle weary, this organisation starts to fill with these really energetic, creatively incredible, wonderful people that are so supportive of the formula, so supportive of the process and so interested in in why it works and how it works and how they can contribute. and, And that kind of duality of continuing what we've done and letting go at the same time is really really beautiful it's really humbling and really amazing and it's just happening
2: i think hip-hop is is such a good tool for for all of us to use because it's storytelling it's poetic it's identity itself there's something about hip-hop which is different to a lot of genres because really anyone can do it if they've got a story and they hear a cool song or hear a cool beat it can capture them and young people can relate to it and that's the beauty of hip-hop
3: I've just always been interested in film and creating, like, in general, you know. Like, as a lot of young people are, like, before they realise, oh, you got to work for money or anything like that, everyone is born, like, truly creative, you know. Everyone has that spark when they're young, like, whatever it is, playing with Lego or drawing or becoming, like, a singer really early on. Like, that's something where, like, I feel like, you know, Desert P coming in and having a chance to connect with those kids who are still in that stage that they believe they can do anything if they're given the right platform or they're given the right chance, you know. I feel like that's my role in Desert P and I've definitely learnt that off off Hazy here. It's never about just a song, like, and we're not coming in here being like, oh this is the best beat, or you know, like, this song is going to be the one that we're going to get all these streams on it. It's like, it really has nothing to do with that. It's all
2: about the kids. Day two is like picking the song together and then listening to the song over and over and over and then writing the lyrics. So day two is a lyric writing. Day three is uh, the record. So we record the song, um, we do some singing. The kids go play basketball and then they come back in, they rap, it's, it's a big day. Wednesday is a very big day.
1: So close, three, four. Four
10: so far, we've come so far.
1: That's it, there it is.
10: Come so far. <laughs>
2: Yeah. Oh, you gotta get right up there. What's the vibe? we
10: come
4: so far. Come so far. Come so far.
1: Yeah, yeah, that's it. Yeah, yeah. That was it. So what you want to try and do is push it out from your diaphragm. Okay, ready? That's it how we sit. That, that's what I'm talking about. See, it's coming up a bit. Uh-huh. This land's a gift. This
11: land's a gift.
1: Like you're telling someone from the first time. Someone's asked you, what is this land to you? You know, and you're like, this land's a gift. This land's a gift. Nice, man. Nice.
9: My soul, the sun the, sand, the,
4: oh, My
9: soul wow. the sun, the sand, the sea. My soul, the
3: sun, the sand, the sea. My soul, the yeah. sun, the sand, the sea. That's straight yeah. in
5: the mic <laughs> <Good boy again>. <laughs> Go. <laughs> ah, ah.
1: so 3 yeah. 4
4: connect to the beam Connected to the beam and bar connect to the beer and bar to the beer and
5: bar eh that's cool one more eh different one <laughs> <laughs> Cool. can you go a a ah!
9: Jake and I'm 13.
0: Jake, what have you been up to today here with Desert P Media?
9: Combining the rap together and rapping it my first time.
0: So what do you think the most important thing about being part of this group is?
9: Confidence and uh, learning each other ways and uh, just learning new stories and that.
0: And when the elders came on Monday, (laughs) did they tell you some stories that you hadn't heard before?
9: Uh, I heard some of them, but most of them I haven't.
0: Somebody told me there was one about them living on the island over there. Had you yeah. heard that before?
9: Yeah, I had one and told me, because she used to live over there. When they were little kids, uh, if they uh, didn't go to school, they would have had to hide down the creek, because the white fellows come and grab them and that.
0: Do you imagine what that would be like?
9: No, because I haven't had the experience like they have. I'm Noah and I'm 12 years old. i am been rapping, learning the lyrics.
0: What's the funnest thing over the last couple of days that that you've been doing?
9: Oh, just making up the songs, being fun.
0: And have you been part of something like this ever before? No. Would you consider maybe doing more of this type thing? Yeah. What sort of music do you listen to outside of um, school?
9: Tupac, rap.
0: So this is pretty special when you get to actually make your own hip-hop track, hey? Yeah, it is. What are some of the things that you were rapping about today?
9: Oh, it was about like where we live and like about Allegandy Island and that.
0: What about what's coming up? Is there still some things that you're looking forward to and over the next couple of days?
9: Oh yeah, tomorrow going swimming and filming.
0: Cool, and also maybe listening to the whole track tomorrow, hey?
9: Yeah, that'd be that'd be awesome. Yeah, I wouldn't mind listening to the whole film. Like yeah. all wrapped up combined to one thing. Joshua Hop and I'm thirteen years old. What have you been doing today here, Josh? I'm um, singing, rapping, um, and yeah, working with DPM, Desert Peer Media.
0: What do you think about Desert Peer Media? What is it like to be able to do something like this at school?
9: It's the best, it's literally the best. What do you love most about it? How uh, we all get to come in and just do stuff, sing. And what were you singing today? Can't remember.
10: You said oh.
5: it would change when? <laughs>
9: oh, that's you, that's you. Not me. <laughs>
0: Have was this been the first time that you've been part of something like this? Yes, it has. Does it feel important to you to be, you know, sharing a part of yourself with not just us here at Desert Peak Media, but it goes out a lot further than that? How does that make you feel?
9: Feels like we're family, actually. Yeah. Feel like really comfortable around here.
0: What was it like yesterday, sitting around writing the lyrics compared to today when you actually get to go oh. and speak them in a mic?
9: Yesterday, like it was a, it was a lot of thinking about the lyrics, and today, like some lyrics were hard to sing, like when you rap them. Yeah. Can't wait to hear it. What
0: are you looking forward to now?
9: Swimming. Yeah, and shooting, like shooting the video. Um,
2: I stay up to the wee hours of the early morning with with the crew who wants to sit there with me. We create the song, get a little bit of sleep. Thursday comes in, go to the school, we play the track to them for the first time. It's a very special moment to see, you know, the girls and the boys realise like, they can do whatever you think you can do, you know. It's a very special moment. So we play the track, and then we stuck in st- stuck into the video. We sh- start shooting the video. Usually Thursday night is because we start late. We move into the, the later hours of the afternoon, and um, we have we have a barbecue, or we just hang out down the beach, or you know we go to some special place that you know they love, and just hang out and shoot the video and get a couple of choruses done.
11: Are you looking forward to Uncle on this bus trip to Angauri? Well, I haven't been to Angauri for ages. To the pools area. It's going to be interesting to see them, the boys, anyway. I know how the dance is going to go, you know. That's amazing.
12: I think it's a wonderful opportunity for the children, for the kids, to express themselves, the confidence with them. It builds their confidence, builds their self esteem, and I think it's a wonderful thing and I think it's educational. I think it's anything with
4: culture to
12: create and you can create anything.
4: I'm really excited just to see the kids out on country, painted up, dancing, uh, getting to hear the song for the first time since it's come together. Yeah, and just seeing them you know, be confident and proud and yeah, and just hopefully take some magic shots and get in the water and being blessed to be on this country, I'm excited to just be on this country.
8: Probably going for a nice swim
0: because it's that hot. What
4: are you guys looking forward to?
6: Going swimming. The filming.
0: we got the boys swim. in the back of the bus.
6: Uh, yeah, the boys.
9: The swim.
0: Jumping off the rocks for the holidays.
9: Um, I'm looking forward to uh, being famous. <laughs> what are you looking forward to? The, having a mad day in the swim there. I'm looking forward to um, looking forward to taking my shoes and socks off.
5: Uh, I'm looking forward to uh, dancing and putting some ochre on my skin and uh, painting these boys up and sort of initiating them into the day and to the way we do things and yeah keen to get in the water, keen to just have a good day and um, share connections and make new ones and the boys have been putting out some really awesome lyrics and same with the girls Sat up last night um, going through all the takes. and. Everyone had a really strong voice and really powerful things to say. And Kaya, she's on the singing, and Bree have some amazing vocal tones. So, looking forward to um, seeing the finished product.
0: And no one's heard the song in its entirety yet, have they? No. We wanna hear
9: the song! We
0: We wanna hear the
9: song!
11: There's two pools here, but this one is always referred to as the green pool. Both pools were part of the quarry where they got stones from and those stones were used to build the middle wall after the First World War, you know, it's finished. To employ some of the soldiers, you know, that did come home.
0: Did you spend much time here as a as a young fella?
11: Young bloke, yes. In my early teens, we used to come here a lot been all day long, here yeah, yeah, and the other one. Have you jumped off the top there? I have to do everything. <laughs> jumped off everything. Yeah, we could climb all the way up there and jump off. Around about 50 meters, I think.
0: I can hear the song, Uncle. This is the finished song, if you want to have a listen.
2: Fit. This land's a gift, watching my family
3: spirit live. We are grateful to exist,
9: we are dancing in the mist, Like our ancestors' feet, all my the muck we'll
1: There they were, y'all just run free
3: Listen
9: to the lonely boss to me, riding from the river to the sea This is how it came to be, this is our identity If you listen deep, you'll hear the spirit speak They said it would change when the the is end they want us change in but we ain't gonna stay in they said it will change soon but we ain't seen change yet singing the
6: same tune my dna struggling to forget there's pain in these memories there's trauma in my bloodline there's power in my ancestry there's salt water and sunshine my elders help this destiny these right and sacred sites gonna redefine my history
11: Lovely. Yeah. I think all the hard work is paid off. <laughs> I'm loving it. But
8: then I have to admit, I woke up yesterday because I had a preview on Tuesday. I was listening to the girls' practice. Anyway, I woke up yesterday morning singing yeah. this yeah. song. So and it, it was just that line washing over me.
0: Oh, it gave me goosebumps. Yeah, it's beautiful. And just to see them, you know, getting together and producing it themselves. Yeah, I'm just an onlooker, but I'm impressed.
13: Beautiful, yes. From sitting down talking and then hearing how they put that together into song. They did all of that together, so I'm, we're proud. I know I'm proud. Yes, yeah, yeah, we're really, yeah. really proud. Yeah. I think it's wonderful. I
12: just... And the kids are wonderful, you know, and, and they, they, they love it, don't they?
13: I mean, you, t- c- you can see it's sort of like for us. I yeah. can see it, but it's like a transformation that yeah. I've seen here. You know, on the other day when we were all talking together on the Monday, and now they know who they are, so their yep. sense of identity is so much stronger.
12: Their identity and their confidence and their self esteem, yes. You know, oh, I think it's wonderful. I think it's a wonderful project. For our kids, they're our kids. They're getting their identity, they're knowing, getting their education, they're getting all the feedback with a positive. It's oh, all
13: it goodness. It, it enriches enough. their well-being. Yeah. Yeah. And also sort of like watching some of the other clips from the yes. other schools and just seeing how these kids, yes. they are going around sending out this message of who we are as a people. The culture has not died. It's rebirth, really, isn't it? Rebirth and transformation of of these all these beautiful kids that you're going around to see, you know? So I'm looking forward to the next episode. Yes. <laughs>
12: And see their faces. Look at them on their faces. Yeah, pre
9: OG. We've done it's the best better. we can. It's better than all the other ones. It's good.
4: Yeah, it's,
3: it's pretty mad.
9: It's mad. No. It's very fire. Or go check out Desert P Media. 380 Yeagle. What do you reckon, girls? was oh, good?
6: Yeah, I got real shape. I was like, oh my god, that's
9: my voice. And then, yeah, but
8: Kaya. What do you reckon, Kaya? <laughs> oh, I, I mean, it was deadly. I reckon. I didn't know I was that much of a good singer. You
0: yeah, wow. are. We did.
6: <laughs> <laughs> She's a real good singer.
0: What do you reckon, girls? Hearing it for the first time? Yeah, it's pretty really good, you
9: know. It's just like, we do that, that overnight and that, so. It's pretty deadly reckon, hearing that for the first
0: time? Um, it's really good. I love it.
9: What
0: do you reckon, hearing that for the first time? I love it! It's so good! And hearing everyone's voices
6: is just amazing. I'm so excited to see the video. <laughs> yeah, I like it. I love it. Oh, I really like it, yeah. Love it! <laughs> it's
7: turned out so good. Yeah. Like 10 out of 10, yeah, literally 10 About 20 out of 10. Well, yeah, yeah. 20.
2: Yeah. 100 out of 10. Yeah, that. That. yeah. <laughs> Friday rolls in, 9am, ready at the school. Kids are psyched because they've had a first day. They know the song. Friday comes around and then it's just bang, 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 bang. Then you've got magic. It's a song, it's a video
5: today and yesterday, me, myself and just a deadly, deadly mob, deadly crew and deadly kids we've being shooting a video down at Brooms Head and Redcliffe and just some awesome, awesome locations on country. I connect to spirit when I'm on country and not just on country. I was running amok when I was a younger kid in the past couple of years. I've been getting back into culture and connecting back to spirit and I've actually been gifted which is a medicine man from my pop down here. He's actually gave me that name and that skin name, so it's really awesome to find those roots and dance up the song lines again. Today I danced all the way over to a Hawaiian song line across the seas and shed some light and some magic through the song lines in the quartz rocks down on the cliffs at Red Cliff there, and then sent it back over to the Red Desert, over to my brother's country over in Western Australia. So yeah, it's been awesome. So yeah I guess for me I did learn a lot of dance and been dancing since a younger fella. It's straight from the spirit and straight from the source and it's a really amazing gift and I love to share this and it's not only healing me and the lamb but it's healing a big part of the world in itself whether you can feel it or not it's actually shape-shifting and changing energies and healing and mending blood traumas and it's an amazing gift.
3: I've been working with cameras and working on filming and all that sort of stuff since I was really, really young. And I have never really like chosen that path full time, but I've always gone in and out of it. And out of that, I've got these incredible memories of like these sort of pivotal moments and these scenes really that I have in my head from my past of being behind the lens and being, being able to direct people and like try and get a product out from an idea. And today was one of those things with the amazing young gentleman from this land originally, Jinali, that we have on our team. Today I was given the opportunity to get behind the lens and film this incredible moment of him on his own land doing this completely original, beautiful dance, completely painted up with the wind coming off the ocean and the salt spray and the whole feeling and having 30 children around in complete silence knowing that what was happening They just had to sit there and just understand that it was a really powerful moment. That happening was a really, yeah, a milestone in my life without a doubt.
4: You catch some really magic moments when you're out doing what you're doing, especially during the filming side of things when you're out filming the music video, you know, you're out on country, it's real, it's raw, you're going to see the kids, you know, outside of school. You know, you're going to capture like their personalities, you're going to capture the landscape, you're going to capture these really amazing moments during this time.
0: What do you feel inside of you when you're going through these photographs?
4: I feel really emotional because you look at some of these kids, yeah, they really touch your heart in a different way. When you spend a whole week and you get to know them and work with them and and do all that, it's really hard. I'm finding it really hard talking about at the moment. I'm definitely going to come back down and visit <laughs> because they're like, you better come back down and see me. I feel very overwhelmed. I feel really, really blessed that I even got to make a connection as strong as I did here. And I know that this is my first project I worked on, so I'm forever going to hold this in my heart. I think it's always going to be really special to me. I'm always going to have a very special connection to Yale country, to the Yale community, to these Yale kids. And I, yeah, I'm really proud to know them, each and every one of them
11: at the
1: start of the year we did a project for the primary health network which changed everything it was one of the most beautiful things i've ever been a part of and since then there's a real push from government to to get us on on board and like we're one of the most engaging community media projects in the country and you know we've worked really hard for it and now we have some options like in the past it was it was cutthroat you know we this time, twelve months ago, or eighteen months ago, we were wondering if we were going to keep going. You know, I was getting ready to get a bar job, and that's not the case anymore. I've
0: seen you mix a mean cocktail. I think you'd make a great barman. <laughs> thank you, thank you very much.
1: I'd actually quite enjoy that, probably for twenty minutes, no. with a little bit more elbow room. Comes, and it's taken a long time, and it's something I've always wanted wanted to do is see more people contribute to this process. Like the the foundations of the process are really beautiful and there is so much space there for people to contribute and artists to contribute creative energy into enhancing this conversation around social change and and I'm really excited to see that starting it's really really awesome. Look there's so many things changing in this organisation right now like we're bringing every artist that we've worked with in the last 12 months two years together in one place to talk about the core process and why it's amazing and, and what everybody wants to do to contribute to it we're going to do a bit of an, an audit on how we're looking and, and how big we can go and how, how much expansion is possible and what's comfortable and, and authentic and it has integrity and and is right and um that's an incredible moment for this organization it's like, 15 people facilitators and songwriters and we've got a filmmaking squad and a production coordination squad and and now music producers are on lockdown in terms of songwriting and facilitation and delivering the formula of dpm which is using the process of creating art to create change like that's a it's a tricky thing you know i'm going to try and teach people i'm trying to give people some foundations to contribute uh, which is great, and on top of that, we've got these this project called Beats in a Box, which is a, a scalable schools-based curriculum-based DPM project that's run by teachers and facilitated through a laptop with an eight-week tutorial and kind of videos that we create that coach young people and, and communities and, and teachers to create productions in a similar in a similar vein, but all user-created and. We could roll that out to every school in Australia where we're also working on a social enterprise that creates opportunities and mentoring for young artists in communities to develop a career in the performing arts or in the in the creative industries and so we're looking at launching launching that in 2019 We're looking at launching everything in 2019. I'm so busy, it's so ridiculous. I'm about to have a month off and I'm like chomping at the bit. I need a hammock and and one of those cocktails and a better attitude.
4: (laughs) I wasn't expecting to meet such a creative, positive team of people and just be able to like bring out the best in each other and have like such a an amazing week full of all this dynamic, amazing energy. Um that just balances. Like it's just crazy. But there was no negativity. But there was like times where I guess like I even myself, I would definitely doubt myself. Am I doing my job properly? Am I, you know. Having too much fun. Having too much fun, maybe staying up too late. <laughs> my first time doing this, so I'm definitely going to feel a lot. It was a roller coaster. It wasn't smooth, but it was just easy to ride the roller coaster. It was full of adrenaline for sure.
0: How do you feel when you think about Australia as the country that you knew a week ago compared to the country that you understand a little bit more about now?
3: My father is Australian, I think Scottish blood way back when, but my mother she migrated here illegally like when she was 8 years old from a country that's little known to the rest of the world as Guernsey in between France and England, a tiny little island and from her doing that and her bringing up herself, very poor and had a single mom and all that sort of stuff like growing up, you know, she taught herself like a lot about her own culture because her mom was too busy working and all that sort of stuff, so when she had me, I feel like I took a lot of that side of her and I've always been interested in my own culture and where I come from. I grew up on the far south coast of New South Wales in a little town called Bermagui.
0: Big ups to Bermagui.
3: The Bermagui. goo, the goo. <laughs> Shut up. Always, Bermie boys for life. Right? Baby
2: for life. Yeah.
3: But, you know, right right outside of Bermagui is really where I grew up and that's called Walliga. Um, Walliga is one of the biggest missions for Aboriginal people on the South Coast. They grew up 750 metres from our doorstep. So, Aboriginal people, First Nations, of course, like they've never been anything but the absolute normality like to me, you know. They've always been just my brothers and my sisters who I went jumping off the bridge with and went spearfishing with and learned how to bodyboard with and went to school with and got kicked out of school with, like. <laughs> they've just always just been a part of my community and that's just a a natural progression for me it's just i don't know there's no difference for me in that in that
5: sense
0: why hip-hop why do you think that that is so right
5: i think the idea from us from Indigenous was that we're all grown up playing hip-hop and this generation is slowly changing and you know the the culture of lifestyle of A 13-year-old these days is highly orientated around hip-hop music and not even just hip-hop music but hip-hop culture and whether we can see it or not. We used to dance around the fire and do kawabari, which we still do partake in these ceremonies, but I see hip-hop as an outlet for the younger generations. Sadly, the younger mob won't actually respond or react to sitting down with an elder and trying to, you know, learn that language and trying to teach through that way because Society is just um, pushing a lot of expectations onto the kids these days and I find that hip-hop is a really great outlet because they're all going to be listening to hip-hop so we may as well put some potency into that and some really beautiful lyricism and just some messages and song lines that can be sung up and putting it over like trappy sort of new age, new wave music creates this bridge and it's a lot easier for them to cross that rather than it feeling like a haunting sort of River or a gap, or like a river they've got to swim across, we build that bridge and make it sort of an easy, attractive way of crossing that river.
11: I knew it would be done and completed in the time span that we had, but I had no idea what sort of um, song they'd sing or what the video would show. I knew the first one that we did. I knew a little bit about how that turned out. I was very proud of that. And this one I knew it would turn out good but I had no idea how the finished result would be. But from what I could see at the moment, it turned out really well. Quite often I'm selected to give the welcome to country. So part of that I thought should be added in this song, and it was. <laughs> if you look after the land, the Yager country, and do the right thing by it, it would look after you. You know, in long in the long term. So that's the majority of that is on that song.
0: And what kinds of changes have you seen in the kids throughout the whole week?
11: A lot of them actually came out of the shell. You know, that's the main thing, they're as shy as they used to be.
0: So when you see the Desert P Media crew come along and take the kids on this journey throughout the whole week, what does that mean for you to observe them coming so to life with their culture?
10: I think it's a beautiful thing. They're very proud. We just need to make them prouder of who they are. I think they have too much negativity over the years and now we've shone a light on them They're bringing their whole self out there for all of us to see, and I think it's a great thing.
4: Yeah, it's really moving. I wish that I had someone that come into school and, like, could understand and, like, encouraged and just inspired and you just relate. Like, you're not even really there doing that. You're just being yourself and they just look at you and they're like, you're just like me, you know what I mean? I feel that, (laughs) like they felt that in a day. They were like. Which is really cool. I want to get to nowhere too. I feel like I'm just in the right place at the right time doing what I'm meant to be doing and it's to be here for all these young girls because there's a big thing happening at the moment there's a big wave coming and it's going to hit everyone and it's going to be all these young people these young women all these young men coming up and they're just going to take over in whatever they pursue to do and it's going to be powerful and disappear media are going to have a big impact on them.
5: Culture is an amazing, amazing gift and this tradition has been passed down for 70-plus thousand years. Um, and it's just amazing to just see these kids painted up on side and yes, yeah, so I guess the message would be just never doubt yourself and don't ever feel shame about your culture because society says so or expectations tell you otherwise. I believe that all these young kids I've been working with and not only these kids but younger generations everywhere in the world, like globally have the chance now to stand up for what is right and really start practising these old traditions before they're lost so what I would say to any younger generation would be stand up now before it's too late. It's going to be a shame if language and tradition is lost and we're just square people you know. Please don't ever be shame and It's something to embrace now. It's past that phase where we didn't have much of a platform to practise and we got suppressed a lot. But now we're in a day and age where we can practise these traditions and people are really interested in this. So why shouldn't we utilise this as a platform and an outlet to um, get a reawakening of our culture and tradition?
1: I'm such a lucky artist. Like I have an incredible foundation of people behind me as an artist that works in communities, to have the solid foundation that I have is so so humbling and so incredible. I've got a board of seven incredible people, lawyers and elders and, and artists and consultants and accountants. And you know, I've also got the support of the incredible Rachel Rowe, who's, who's business manager for Desert P Media, who works tirelessly behind the scenes to support us to do this work. There's a city built behind this organisation, behind the art, behind the connection, behind the process. People that really believe in it. My mum is on the board. She has, she's been the treasurer for, for 15 years. She refuses to be paid. It makes her happy to be alive. It makes her feel like she's contributing to the world. She's such a wonderful woman. And, and her energy is as valuable as mine as far as I'm concerned. It's a family story. This is built on the same stuff that community is built on. You know, we're a small family, important, beautiful organization, and we'll always be that with or without me. That's just just how how we roll. You get to a Friday and you get to
3: see the look of happiness and like the extreme sadness that these kids feel like when we're jumping in, in a car and like we're packed up and we're going like, they're just like, where are you going? Like, you, you can't be leaving, like, you know. It's crazy to even think about saying I have, like, a role in something as big as this project.
2: We never say goodbye. We always say we see you later, you know, we're, we're going to come back. It's a beautiful moment at, like, 30, 4 o'clock in the afternoon. When we all reflect on the week, it's, it's, it's yeah, it's beautiful.
4: I just want to say the biggest thank you from the bottom of my heart. I feel so blessed that i get this opportunity to be part of something so massive that's changing the lives of so many young people inspiring empowering the lives of so many young people and i get to be part of that and i get to encourage them to want to do that to their own family to their own friends I just want to be able to say, like, nothing's impossible, just take every opportunity, just do what you can, try your best in everything, give it all you got. Desert P is going to be here for a long time and we're going to keep this wave, this movement going for a really long time.
5: I think it's definitely essential to stay in the present moment, but also to have eyes on the future because I need to feel this now. I've been holding this back, but I need to let this out. It's essential to... Envision and not expect, but envision and have a goal and have you know some sort of sight on where you would like to be and not only you, but where would you like to see your tradition and your culture in another 70,000 plus years. I wanna see land rights, I wanna see change and I wanna see us black fellas being able to dictate where and what and what happens on our land. So I want native title, we want treaty and we just want respect for what isn't ours. It was never ours, but we had the duty to take care of country and the country always took care of us. And yeah, I want to see us strong and deadly and proud of our culture and to never lose that and lose sight on our culture again, ever again.
1: This project has been just a breath of fresh air. It's been such a beautiful experience to connect with this new crew and this young crew and be back in the community for a second time. And Like Chippy said in a a debrief, it's like it feels like this project has a breath of change in it. That's really exciting for me. You know, things don't happen overnight and growth needs to come with integrity and authenticity, the right people in the right moment. To have a little bit of support and a little bit of new creative input and and the vibe that's happening that's buzzing around this funny little house in Yamba at the moment it's just it's so beautiful it's, it's, so, it's so amazing and I feel so grateful and so humbled to as I said to be a part of this song line which was given to me and I guess I built it but it's so cool It's so cool it's a resounding fuck yeah
3: from me from here I look forward to having an incredible 2019 with Desert P and there's a massive team behind the whole operation everyone does their bit And I just look forward to being able to contribute and share what I have. I can't wait to learn what's out there. Massive year, ready.
2: Um, New crew, new places, uh, new mob, new community, new kids, new songs, new song lines, new videos, new everything. What an amazing way to finish off the year for myself and for Desert and for the community. Excited, excited, scared anxious, happy, everything, you know, and it's just amazing. How Desert P has an impact on people's lives, we will keep doing that until we don't have to anymore. I'll sign off with a smile, bring on 2019, and hopefully we can sit back here and have another yarn. I'll have another beautiful couple of moments to say about how great it is, you
12: know.
0: How have you felt now that it's come to an end? Oh, I'm very excited to see the outcome of the video and how do you feel now it's all I come to an end. Sad.
8: But I hope I can get to deal with these fellas again sometime in the future.
6: I feel really happy and excited to see
11: the video come out.
6: Yeah good.
3: I feel good I can't wait to see it. And let everyone else see it.
9: And watch it.
1: Um uh, very happy.
9: Oh
10: feeling good Good on your kids. You've achieved something so beautiful and hopefully it'll just keep growing, which we know it will do, and just a shame it wasn't around when I was at school.
6: Yeah, pretty good. Pretty deadly.
10: I'm feeling good that it's over
9: and can't wait to see the final production. I'll be mad. Yeah, really good. It was a good experience. Yeah. Oh good, I'm grateful. At least we had an opportunity here, unlike the other schools that are here. But we are so grateful, at least, to tell our
8: story
6: out
9: there.
6: Very proud. Yeah, I feel very proud of it. I'm feeling pretty proud of myself. I'm not glad that it's over, but, like, I'm so keen to see the video and hear everything all put together. And it was, I just loved working with them, and it's sad that it all ended. But, oh, well, good times, good memories. <laughs> yeah.
10: So proud, very, very proud of the young kids and what they've done here today. It's just opened my eyes, but it is also bringing awareness... And that's what you want it to do through this song, is bring awareness to the wider community on how we, as the First Peoples, we really respect and we love each other, and most importantly, we love our culture. We're so caught up in our culture, everything we do, we're mindful of each other, we're very respectful of each other, always, because we're taught that, and it's a cultural thing. It's imperative for the younger generations to grow up with the mindset of understanding and well knowing who we are as the First Nations people, the Yarraki.
0: What message do you have for the kids, you know, after it's all wrapped up? What do you want to say to all of them for what they've done and the work they've put in this week?
10: What I'd like to say to them was, good on your kids, you've achieved something so beautiful and hopefully it'll just keep growing, which we know it will do. And just a shame it wasn't around when I was at school.
0: <laughs> and what about Desert P Media? What message do you have for them?
10: Thank you so very much. What a beautiful thing to focus on our young younger generation. They are the ones, they've got the light and they're just gonna keep going with that. For my grandchildren, they'll see this and wanna do it too.
5: Makes me so very, very proud. Thank you so much. And remember to tune into the collaboration show. They're doing some awesome, awesome work, Bay FM. So yeah, stay local and feed that vibe.
0: This podcast was made possible with the support from the Community Broadcast Foundation. Find out more at cbf.org.au.